This is Rumble Strip, and before we start, this show is sponsored by Honey Road, the best restaurant in Burlington, featuring Eastern Mediterranean small plates at the corner of Church and Main. Duck shish kebab with tahini pita, grapes, and date molasses. You know, things like that. Here is sous chef Elliot Sion describing the restaurant's bucket of beer policy at Honey Road. Yeah, so we have this thing called uh, kitchen buckets where at the bottom of the menu, uh, if someone wants to, they can buy a bucket of beer for uh, the staff down here. It's their way of tipping the kitchen because dining room staff gets tipped uh, whenever someone comes in to eat, and we generally get forgotten down here, but at Honey, we don't. So Honey Road is awesome. Now on to the show. It's a trade-off, being an adult. I mean, you have more freedom, that's for sure, but in a way you also have less freedom. You have responsibilities, financial responsibilities, social responsibilities. But I really hope that I never end up in the position where my life becomes stale, that I'm always able to find some new interesting thing to do, and I really hope I never let myself stop. I really hope I never let myself become the, the boring person that we all fear we could be if we stopped trying. That's Jack Luna talking and Fiona Sweeney humming, Rejoice Greatly from Handel's Messiah. As I write this, Jack and Fiona have about 37 hours left of high school. I remember thinking when I was in high school that it was crazy how grown-ups seemed to forget so much about being young. But it turns out you do forget a lot of it. And a lot of it's important and funny and sometimes scary. I do remember that I hated high school graduation, not because I didn't want to graduate. It was more that I knew I was supposed to be excited, but I didn't know how to be excited about a future that didn't exist yet and that I couldn't even imagine. It seemed like everything would just stop. So a couple weeks before graduation, I went to St. Johnsbury Academy and I talked with nine high school seniors about what they're afraid of, what they're excited about, and also prom. We talked about prom. Welcome. When I graduate from here, um, I have a job lined up at Benoit Electric, which is over in Barrie, Vermont. And um, I plan on being there. I plan on just working and, you know, but it's definitely um, a different change going from like being a kid to being a grown up. I'm um, going from high school to the real world. I don't want to grow up and I don't want to go into the real world. And it's, it's stressful and it's hard, but that's kind of what I'm a little bit anxious about. Yeah. So um, I'm going to Johns Hopkins in the fall to study um, pre-medicine and molecular biology. So I'm so excited to go do that, and I think that that's a lot of like what I'm thinking about is being there and getting this new experience and getting to experience academics in a really new, interesting way. When you graduate and you get a job, I mean, it's all you by yourself. I mean, you're running the whole show. I mean, you're, you know, you're driving on the interstate, you get a flat tire, you better figure out how to change it, you know? I mean, you don't have enough money to pay your rent, you better find some because, you know, I mean, your parents aren't there to support you, which it's definitely a big change going from um, a kid to an adult. I mean, it's, it's like a complete 360 turnaround. Your life does change, you know? Both of my parents, uh, they didn't graduate high school. My dad got his GED, my mom dropped out. So um, scholastically, I've been pretty much just trying to get by myself. 
I'm planning to go to Northern Vermont University. Okay. One of the reasons why I decided to stay around here is because like, I, I just have this huge fear of being in debt. There's not really, I don't want to say a lot of pressure, but my mother so, kind of puts it like she's like, you need to be like better off than like I was. And you know why I'm in this situations because I didn't go to college. So there's kind of that expectation there. So I've been through a lot that some of my peers haven't with uh, poverty and everything. Well, not quite poverty, but, you know, having less money than my peers. So I think it's given me a better sense of what money actually means, <laughs> which is good because now I'm more prepared for adulthood in that sense. With the expenses of college and the way that the military can pay for your education, I intend to use the Air Force almost as a way to pay for my education. And if it turns out that I really like the service and I like the Air Force, when I'm 38, I could possibly retire, retire when I'm 20 years from now. So my uh, I, thing I, I think I'm mostly known for on campus is I'm one of the leads on the robotics team. And so one thing I'm dealing with right now is I'm going to have to leave this team I've helped build behind. It's, it's, in a way, I guess I'm jealous of sort of the next few generations of people on that team. And the fact that they get to see this thing even further and, and soar to even grander heights, I think in a way, it kind of helps me understand what my parents are feeling right now. In a way, they're doing the same thing. They've been personally invested in me and in and the things I do for, for 18 years, right? And now they're reaching a point where they're going to have to kind of let me go on my own. I'm terrified. I don't know how to take care of myself financially for the most part. I'm really bad with my money. I don't know how to, like, take out a loan. I don't know how to um, change a tire on a car. And I don't know how to... Um, Anything related to the bank. Um, I'm, I'm terrified. terrified. <laughs> when most, you're in high school, when you're in elementary life, school, middle school, there's so much and structure life. and so much teachers and other students supporting you. But when you go to college, you are by yourself. The teachers are somewhat supportive, but it's pure independence, and I'm terrified. <laughs> I was offered a position at a local dealership as a, as a detailer, as well as a salesman in training. I'm going to work part-time, and then um, I'm going to go full-time right after that. And one of the biggest things for me was um, looking at the benefits for that job. Things like retirement and uh, health insurance and dental insurance and paid time off. And You see people retire and go on Social Security, and um, a lot of times I, I work currently at a parts store in town. I, I see 65, 70-year-old people coming in and having to do a hustle on the side to, to try to make up for ends me. Uh, just yesterday, an old lady came in with a fudge. She asked, does anybody want to buy fudge? She does it on the side. It was wonderful fudge. <laughs> I love this town and I love the people in it, but once I leave, I feel like I'm not really going to come back. When you go to high school, you, you know, it's a, it's a marking point for aging. You know, it's a, it's a very clear marker of getting older. And it, and it really starts to, to make you think about, you know, where am I going to be when I'm 40, 50, 60? Am I going to have people 
to take care of me when I'm very, very old. And along that track of thinking, you inevitably reach, you know, oh man, I'm going to die someday. And it takes a, a long time to get used to that. 10th, 11th, 12th grade goes by and suddenly you're a, a senior. And uh, I mean, I still think about that sort of thing. What's the world going to be? Where is it all going? Why am I here? But it, it's more like I think about it out of curiosity now instead of out of fear. Oh, I'm not afraid of death at all. Because it's something you can't prevent. <laughs> um, I don't believe in God. I do believe that your soul leaves your body. And, you know, if you've done good in life and been the best person you can, then your soul will rest. <laughs> in, in, in 20 years, I hope to be retired. So I will be age 38, house, dog, children, beautiful wife. What kind of dog? Golden retriever. Okay. <laughs> Son or daughter, maybe both, maybe more. I don't know. Um, I would be a surgeon. Probably at like Brigham and Women's or Mass Gen or something like that. I'd be married. I would have a wife, three kids. I'll have a truck, GMC, because that's a little bit higher. High roller a little bit. Decent sized house. Quite large, maybe. I want to be raising dogs. I kind of want to have kids. I would love to be baking. In 20 years, I'd hope to be maybe managing a dealership and living lavishly, I would hope. What um, is lavish? What's your picture of lavish? A nice house, a nice car, pool, <laughs> maybe like a tennis court. My biggest fear, the one that actually terrifies me the most, is that I'm going to live an average life where I do nothing and I'm, I'm working three jobs, hating what I'm doing, and just going day by day. I want to make a difference in the world and I want to do something big and I want to be remembered. I don't want to be forgotten. Well... I am actually pretty involved in bowling. I've been bowling leagues since I was 12 years old. My dad introduced me to them, and I'm bowling still to this day. And So that would really be my fantasy, would to be able to just bowl professionally. I mean, I think it would be a great experience, especially not only to get more bowling experience, but to just see different cultures in different places around the world that you wouldn't necessarily see. 20 years from now, I really hope I have a, a good support network. And inevitably, I will make mistakes with this, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pick the wrong friend. But I really hope eventually I get it right. And uh, I hope I'm, whatever it is I'm doing at that time, I hope it's something that leaves me feeling satisfied at the end of the day. I hope I can find something where I can go home and say, okay, that was good. Let's do it again tomorrow. I'd like to go somewhere and explore and see other cultures around the country, the deep south, or um, maybe like uh, Colorado, or maybe California, see a beach. <laughs> the world, from what we hear from others and we hear in the news right now, to me specifically, it feels really chaotic. Like there's always something going on. 
But in a way, I find that comforting because it's not as if the world is actively antagonistic towards me personally or towards something I am. It kind of just feels indiscriminately chaotic, I guess. And so it kind of makes me feel like I'm on a, I'm on a relatively level playing field. You know, it feels it makes me feel like I'm not at a significant personal disadvantage going into things. I am going to prom. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get my nails done. Uh, I got a black long dress to wear from my cousin because I didn't want to buy one because prom dresses are expensive and it's a one-time thing, really. And so I'm just gonna wear that. I'm gonna wear some black heels that I got for last year's dress. I went and rented a tux. Prom's gonna be gonna be fun. It's kind of that last little send-off, and I'm gonna take this truck to prom. It's a beautiful truck. <laughs> Hopefully, make a couple people jealous. That's the point, though. You have to make people jealous. That's the point. I'm gonna come to the academy on Brantview Drive and get in a 68 red Corvette. We're gonna dance, sing, uh, have a good time with some of the people that you probably won't see very often in the rest of your life. I'm wearing a blue suit, uh, brown shoes, brown belt, and comb back hair. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That was Jack Luna, Fiona Sweeney, Hope Reeve, Riley Taylor, Grace Nadeau, Cece Jones, Sean Gukin, Lucas Majeur, and David George. Fair winds to all of you. The music for this show was made by Vermont musician Brian Clark. I want to also thank Phoebe Cobb and Melissa Burrows for all their help on this show. Again, the show is sponsored by the excellent people at Honey Road, making the best food in Burlington on the corner of Church and Main. Drop in, have a cocktail tell them I said hi. If you want to make a comment on the show, I would love it. You'll find a comment box at the bottom of the show page on my website. The website is rumblestripvermont.com. And if you want to make a comment on Apple Podcasts, that would be also great because it helps new listeners find the show. I have t-shirts for sale. I have a lot of extra large through three extra large, three X, three X, and I'm not selling them. So if anybody wants to buy a extra large through a three times extra large, um, I'll sell it for like, I don't know, make it 20 bucks. Um, I'll be back soon. This is Erica Heilman. Thanks a lot for listening. <laughs>